Yeah. We're on. I love how your voice was fine. Yeah. And then your first one had all the phlegm in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just cleared my throat for 20 minutes before this. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, you're finally here, you idiot. Yep, finally here. He's turned all that heroin. It <laughs> they should have checked inside of me. They never checked inside of you. The most, the most precious hole of all. Yep, your butthole. It is. Is it a? Uh, so you made it through this harrowing uh, situation where the police profiled you as yeah, being a, and harassed as me as being you. Yeah, and harassed you. He grabbed you, sexually mm-hmm. harassed you. He uh, jerked off in a plant that you had in your car. He asked me if I would watch him shower. And yeah, th- that was weird, right? He had like a little makeshift shower in the woods. Yeah. It was almost like a saw kind of thing. Like he was trying to you get know what? you into his lair. It was weird. He didn't have a light on top of his car, though. <laughs> no. And he was wearing clown makeup. <laughs> like, Come on, Chris. <laughs> You're going to float in here, bitch. Let me put my fingers in your mouth. <laughs> oh, uh, man. That's so gross. He's the Dobby of the. He's a producer Dobby. <laughs> So uh, uh, do you want to recount your uh, any of your what happened? Or? Yeah, I'll tell it here on the on what the what the the, the what 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 do you say it? What is it? Buddha boys. <laughs> Why'd you make me say it alone? <laughs> I just wanted to make you, I wanted to pressure you into it and see if you did it. Do you feel good about the decision no. you made? No. The only thing the only communication, thing Chris, that's what's key. The only thing I, I was communicating with you non-verbally, like well, we usually do. Th- you know there's nothing uh, <laughs> in here. You got to say but it here. The only thing I uh, the only f- the only thing I feel good about that intro uh, the only thing that makes me feel good about that intro is the fact that I'm excited to hear your edit for it. Oh yeah, I'm excited I'm to hear off. like the yeah. What are we on? What? <laughs> and then right before I say it, kind of uncomfortably, yeah. Boom, the music. I love. And just picture like because this is what happened. I was just leaning into Chris's face the whole time. Yeah, he did. Close. He did just keep getting closer if, and closer. If he hadn't said it at that time, I would have just mushed lips with him. <laughs> we no kiss, smooch, just like a like Anderson Silva. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, they would have touched. Yeah, remember when he like did the face off? I think it was Chris Weidman. Yeah, and he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Anderson man. Silva was uh, sponsored by Burger King. Weird. That's that, a weird sponsorship. For like such an athletic sport. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel the same way, though, about how like the Olympics are sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. pretty weird. Yeah, I mean, like... And like, they always show the Olympians eating McDonald's, too, like during the Olympics. Like in a lot of different commercials. No, no, no. I mean, like physically, like during the Olympics, too. Oh, they really? will They will show them eating like French fries or chicken nuggets and stuff. Like they're on the side and they're just like munching down. Because they're better than us. They can do that. <laughs> like, do you think that's the only concession allowed at the Olympic Village? Yeah, they have to test metabolisms. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because it's not food. I mean, well, there's one thing that's nice about McDonald's, though, is it's such a high-calorie food, and, like, Olympians have to have really high-calorie diets, so it's, like, easy for them to hit that threshold. Maybe it's... Maybe that's what it is. It's it's got to be a little bit more food than, like, protein bars, right? Well, sure, but protein uh, protein bars are a lot heavier in your body than fast food. Mm. Um, Tell that to my toilet. (laughs) Well, well, but this this is what I'm thinking, though. Um, 
you can hit like a really high caloric intake with a smaller amount of food uh-huh. um, when you eat like McDonald's and stuff like that. So I wonder if they sponsor that for that reason. So like you're not feeling like you're getting your high calories because you're competing all day. Yeah. But you're not feeling bloated like you would if you ate like a carb, like if you carbo loaded, like a lot of athletes do before sporting events, right. they'll eat a lot of carbs. Yeah. Um, but like, I wonder if that is what it is. Like you can eat, you can get to 5,000 calories in McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Without feeling bloated. Without eating like 30 chicken breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which is well, how you should have done it. Yeah. You should have ate 30. <laughs> and like five salads. Jammed. Yeah. And five salads. And actually, I think now we're thinking competitive eaters. Well, no. Because <laughs> they <laughs> That's eat what we're like thinking, just salad leading up to it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think maybe. Salad like, stretches your so stomach. should McDonald's be a banned substance? Is it mm. a performance enhancing drug? Maybe. Mm. That's interesting. We're blowing the lid off this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's French fries. <laughs> Left. <laughs> McDonald's French fries. <laughs> All right. So yeah. what Pat was teasing in the beginning of this episode is we were supposed to record almost two hours ago at this point. Yeah. Uh, on my way here, I was uh, pulled over. Okay. I just, I just realized. I just wanted to say the extreme parallel i guess to w- the time i had compared to the time that you were having yeah so do you want me to go first or second yeah <laughs> you can go f- you can go first and then i'll share okay so yeah we were supposed to record at that time um during this time me and uh, my wife we were because we this was pretty i mean it's pretty harrowing as well yeah trying to figure out something to eat and uh I realized, oh, we have a box of macaroni and cheese, like the, the good kind, you know, and also this canned chili and also some actual hamburger meat. Yeah. So we cooked that up and we had a chili mac. Mm. It was really good. That sounds very good. Okay. Now, now your thing. <laughs> so I on- just wanted to give <clears throat> just, just this perspective. That was all. Yeah. On my way here uh, in Liverpool, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> on routes 11 and 15 for anybody driving that way uh or who's familiar with the area i was pulled over by a police officer he approached my car he didn't tell me why he pulled me over he just asked for license registration proof of insurance i got all of my paperwork i handed it to him he went back to his car a few minutes later he came back to my car uh handed me my paperwork back and then asked me why i thought he pulled me over um now for me, it's just like um, very cryptic. Yeah, you know that's a weird. <laughs> well, they that's always a weird thing. But to they say, always like, say like, you know, why I pulled you over? Yeah. Do you have any idea why I might have pulled you over? Because Which, I'm still trying to think of something. Well, yeah. Well, it's a strategy too to try. You and start get you saying to, it, and I'll to finish admit it. to something else. <laughs> I just want to see if you know it. Like I know it, but like, do you know it? I just don't want to tell you. So then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's why. I wonder. I like, I really want to know the percentage of people that 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 were like. Is it the, is it all the murders? Is it all the murders? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, right? Is that what it is? Is it the 52 women I've killed? You've, you've found out. Son of a bitch. Congratulations. You can read it right on my face. I, I, I am I'm terrible. glad you're this the one that got me. This is why I can't play though, poker. I am not. Officer, hey, my hat's off. So I just shake my hand. I'll tell you what. You caught me. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? People are going to remember Anybody you. ever going to just go like, is it the illegal thing I was doing? Like, no, come on. Why did you pull me over? You tell me. Yeah. Why did you pull me over? Yeah. So I Don't waste I, my time. <laughs> I said, I just assume, I said, I, I assumed it was speeding. 
Uh, and he said, nah, you were going fine. You were with the flow of traffic. Um, the reason I pulled you over is because I see that your, uh, your trunk there is sagging a little bit. Why is that? Hmm. And I was, I don't know. It's just not a question I expected. First of all, I can't look at, I've been driving that car for four years. Yeah. Yeah. I looking at that car can't tell the trunk is sagging. Right. The only time I can tell is when I'm driving at night because my headlights point up a like, little more than they used to. Yeah, like what? But like what if I I have some stuff in my trunk? Yeah, I'm moving like what the hell? Like uh it could be anything. So, um I explained to the officer that I have uh a powered speaker and soundboard uh equipment in my trunk. What what do you use that for? I'm like, okay, now he's like, maybe... You have to do a different voice for the cop. He (laughs) sounded a lot like you. (laughs) What was that for? Uh, Did he sound like that? Was he white or black? He sounded like me. Was he white or black? He was white. Okay. Oh, he sounded like you? Like, literally, it was like... Well, well, like, he wasn't, wasn't, like, tough-guying me. But, like, you with, like, a He wasn't intimidating me. (laughs) His voice was a little more masculine, deeper than mine. He didn't quite sound like a Christmas cactus. Oh, okay. I um, gotcha. But it was, you know, it was well, nothing. Well, your trunk's so heavy. Yeah, there was no, there was no accent really discernible different from what I'm used to. Just prick. Just, Just from a distinct well, region e- of prick. But even, even that, he was Somewhere like, the dickhead he region. was like kind of like chipper with it. He wasn't acting like, <laughs> he wasn't like, a, like, you know how some, some cops will tough guy Hey, you. what do you got in the trunk? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a lot of cops do the tough guy thing where they yeah. like talk low, gravelly. And he was like, but he, he was genuinely like. I pulled you over because I saw your trunk was sagging there a little bit. Okay. Why's that? And Poverty. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I told him, you know, sound equipment. Yeah. And he said, well, what do you use that for? I said, well, <laughs> uh, I. Amplification. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, uh, I do stand up uh, and sometimes a friend and I record live podcasts. Uh, I don't have room in my apartment for the stuff currently. So since I'm always driving to wherever I'm using it, I just keep it in my car till I have storage. Right. Till I move or yeah. something. Okay. Well, do you, uh, he says, all right, can I uh, search your trunk? <laughs> and I said, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. And this is the part of the story where I admit this is grossly an abuse of white privilege. I assumed the officer would not be trying to defame me or any you know what i mean i was i was like he's not gonna plant anything like whatever yeah 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 you know what i mean it was really i don't think i would think that either i think just like why why what's going on man like i think i i have such a short fuse for like situations like that like yeah i luckily i haven't been in a in like at least with a cop like a scenario that much like Except for like the fact that like after a couple questions, it's just like, can you just can yeah. you just get this over with? What the fuck do you want? Yeah, but also, I, I I think that and I'm like, don't say it, don't yeah. say it, don't say, don't say <laughs> it, don't say it. Um, I also want to just mention, uh, we only got one rapid fire question this week, so that's why we're including this story in the rapid fire portion yeah, yeah. of the show. Well, this is not so you can insert fire. the music here. Rapid, 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 rapid well, this rapid is not fire. it yet, but okay, okay. Um, so then what happened? So I, of course, he was dragged like, you out of your car. I, 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 I said, your yeah. head. <laughs> well, so <clears throat> he didn't ask me to leave the vehicle. Originally, I, I assumed he was going to, which I guess I, that's weird now that I think about it. Okay. That 
he was just gonna search my trunk and have me stay in my car yeah that's you could have just driven away i guess well not just not just that but like i also can't see what i can't see what he's doing either yeah so yeah if he, i'm in the vehicle it's so a trust it's a trust thing it was a you trust had a really good relationship um you know so uh i reached down uh the button to unlock my trunk is on my door uh-huh. i reach down i press it nothing happens i press it nothing happens so then i start rapidly pressing it because sometimes it's just you got to get one good one in right there. right um i've had shitty cars before yeah <laughs> the officer goes what are you doing this is that he got kind of unsettled uh i said I said, uh, my button to open my trunk doesn't always work. Yeah. I have to press it a bunch of times and eventually one will hit. Right, right. Um, so he asked me to step out of the car. He asked me to remove my keys from the car, walk him back to the trunk and open the trunk. <laughs> so I do all that. Okie dokie. He looks at the trunk, looks, sees the speaker, sees the box with the soundboard in it. Right. Pulls the speaker out. <clears throat> Sets the speaker on the ground, kind of rubs over the cloth front, right. you know, where the right, right. sound is projected from, rubs his hand over that, uh, picks it up again, sets it like just a little bit, you know, to just kind of maybe feel the weight or whatever, sets it down again, pulls out the soundboard, sets the soundboard box down on top of the speaker, takes the lid off, uh, pulls out the soundboard, pulls out all the cables, there's papers in there, like sign-up sheets from when I used to run open mics and right, stuff right. like that. He pulls those out, puts those back, puts everything back in, throws the lid back on. Pulls my jumper cables out for some reason. Um, what are these? Takes. <laughs> uh, He's just an idiot. Are these like, what if, <laughs> <laughs> just a moron? What if like some moron just found a cop car and was just like, what is this? Yeah. What, what does it do? <laughs> drives and just stops you and goes like, what's going on? Why is your car sagging? <laughs> hey can you get out just what are you doing <laughs> like yeah. he's just asking questions he's an alien <laughs> oh what if this will- yes all right we're um, gonna get into that we'll get into so that. he i keep by this time i think we're probably boiling the macaroni yeah just saying at this point yeah okay so again perspective this is like an episode yeah. of 24 <laughs> yeah multi shots the chili mac is like the the stopwatch yeah. <laughs> so Beep. Beep. <laughs> uh, so I keep blankets. I have two blankets in the trunk of my car. Typically, I uh, I have two. One is now in my cab and one is in the trunk. But there's one in the trunk. He pulls it out, shakes it out, sets it to the side, takes out the cover for my spare tire, puts it to the side, takes out my spare tire. Jesus. Puts the spare tire back, puts the cover back on, throws the blanket back in. And then he turns to me and goes, all right, can I search the rest of the car? And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I'm to the point yeah. where I just want this interaction to be over as quickly as possible. Right. Yeah, but still, it's not, it's not, now you know it's not going to be the quickest possible. Quickest well, possible would have been like. Hey, why is your trunk sagging? Oh, I got a speaker in there. All right, you mind if I take a look? Yeah, go ahead. Yep, that's the speaker. And he looks at it, and he's just like, yep, it's a speaker. Can you, you mind if I check the speaker? Like, I can even understand that part where it's just like, oh, okay. Because that's, that's his suspicion. His suspicion was, was, why is your trunk, why is your car sagging? It's the speaker. Yeah. You take it out, you can see that the car picks back up. Mm-hmm. 
then that's okay. Now, hmm. like, really, if you look at you, and it's not just because of your race or anything, but you literally look like... I, I don't know if maybe he was thinking, like, oh, he looks so unsuspicious that he, like, reversed, like we said, reverse profiled you. Like, yeah. Of, like, it's a little too... Like, you're driving a shitty car, but you look like you should be, like, driving your mommy's, you know, <laughs> minivan I, I look like Yeah, like I look like a passenger in my mother's minivan. Yeah, and your mom in the backseat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just, like, one of those Especially things. Especially like, the shirt. Like, today I am wearing, like, my, I like I call this my little boy shirt. Yeah, like, literally. You, know, you look like, like I've said it many times, you look like the little kid, like, but just in adult-sized from uh, up. up. Yeah. yeah. Like, almost exactly. Like, yeah. if you had a backpack on, that's... That's costume. That's your yeah, <laughs> but no, it was just a situation though where. So at that point, I would be like, "Why, dude? Why?" Well, my my thing is like, if I say no or if I question <clears throat> it, now he becomes even more suspicious. But I think you've you've been cooperative enough, further. and you've been nice enough to be like, to at least like I feel like that's where the human element needs to come back in. You're obviously not an initial threat. You yeah. you're not like. He doesn't feel like he didn't have his hand on his gun the whole time. Sure. He yeah. wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't seem unsteady. You've put him at ease. You've cooperated. At, I think at a certain point, you can be like, look, I, do you, <laughs> I've, I've, what do you, what do you think that you're going to find in there? That's what I'm, I want to know because yeah. your suspicion was my trunk was sagging. I was going to say, he even squatted down it. when he was talking to me. When he came back after searching my stuff, right. He went into like a catcher's pose. Yeah. So, like, we were at eye level. Which is like you said, like it's you like could a trust. Push him back. It's like into a tr- traffic. Yeah, it's a, but it, when- <laughs> he just pushes forehead back. <laughs> He's just like, oh, that was murder. <laughs> Shit. Oh, so you got something on your nose? There's a bee on your. <laughs> he just falls back. Manslaughter. Oh my god. Buddha boy on trial. <laughs> but uh, it would. It was like a situation where, like, clearly he is comfortable to an extent. Right. But it was just like. But like at that point, couldn't you just be like, what, like? come on like i'm also like, I'm so not, not i'm super non-confrontational but it's not even it's that's not even a confrontation at that point at that point it's just like saying what do you, what is what am i, I like a suspect in I, something <laughs> like what's going on I, well he he explained everything to me at the end but i was just like, super you explained to me why you wanted to look at my trunk why do you want to look inside my car now please yeah. tell me the next step like you you give me some information i'll give you some information yeah, yeah. we'll like, have an exchange here right but it was just like I you said. You don't look like a mass know. shooter, that's for sure. Yeah. Maybe if but, maybe that's it. Maybe he thinks like you're like on antidepressants. <laughs> but uh, my um, I'm building a case. Yeah. <laughs> a my profile. Thing- <laughs> profiling. We've been watching a lot of FBI shows. Oh yeah. I'm profiling you. I um. Loner. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> like you i want that, to that'll be the photoshop for this one that's two things i have a couple your with the face biggest shooter your your face as your your uh we're gonna do you as the the unabomber oh. instead you're wearing a grandpa hat yeah <laughs> and those sunglasses or those so glasses perfect. Just smiling. Uh. <laughs> um but no so he asked to search the rest of the vehicle and of course i again exercising my white privilege <laughs> Uh, I was like, absolutely. Right. So he gets into the backseat first and in the backseat of my car because during the week I go into various school districts and teach. I don't have like a static classroom. Right. So there's an amount of paperwork I need to keep with me at all times. Right, right. So I just have a paper box in my car filled with my documents I need for the schools. Right. My documents. (laughs) So he pulls them out. He sets them on 
he sets them in the empty trunk. Uh, the speaker and stuff are still out on the ground at this point. Right. He's kicked them into traffic. Right. <laughs> <this point. laughs> Um, he sets it, he sets the box out of my truck in, in my trunk, and leafs through every single Manila folder. Okay. Every single one. Doesn't find anything. Goes back to the back seat. I have a hoodie and a blanket. Pulls those out. Shakes them out. Checks the hoodie's pockets. That's crazy. Sets them to the side. Pulls out my seat. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a bench seat. Yeah. Pulls out the whole seat. Uh huh. Puts this burps <laughs> in my face. He burps right in your face. Uh, he stops what he's doing, gets out of the car, goes up to your face, kneels down, burps in it, goes back in. Really strange cop. Really weird, strange guy. Weird guy. Yeah. Um. So he puts. Do puts you have any? By in. the way, do you have any like stickers on your car or something Nothing. like that that would say like the only thing I hail dog or no, like, <laughs> the only thing I have on my car that is like um an accent is. Uh, I lost in my one fantasy football league last year, uh-huh. and it's a license plate cover that says I lost. Okay, That's so it. It's, so it's not nothing like fuck the police. Nope, nothing, nothing like uh, hey, not even mute. Not hey even man, like, I'm in, I'm with ISIS or something. Yeah, not even like a Rage Against the Machine sticker. Yeah, no Che Guevara. Yeah, anything. Nothing. Okay. No, nothing on my. I'm just car. saying. I'm just trying to think of like a like I just don't see a reason unless he's like looking for like again weights heavy possible mass shooter you know this could be <laughs> honestly like you're 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 kind of a, not necessarily the it's usually skinny guys it's all almost always skinny guys right was there a fat mass shooter the old i mean a fat it ass depen- shooter it, de- <laughs> it, depen- it depends on where your fat threshold is because the clock tower shooter in texas was a big guy he was unhealthy he right? was he was old too yeah yeah he's an old and you don't see a lot of old um, fat guys so barrel chested the Husky. the Vegas shooter wasn't like super fit, but he wasn't fat. <clears throat> I'm not talking like they're all athletes. I'm saying there's not like a no, lot of there's not like a lot of obese. Yeah, like because you would think there's some sort of tactical training somewhere, whether it's on their own or well, and, well, not just that, but people who are obese just aren't motivated to do anything. Anything, yeah, yeah. I, I like it's it's like saying like, why is your trunk weighted down? Is it M14s or is it groceries? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, do you buy in bulk? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> so uh, he puts the seat back into the back seat of my car, throws the hoodie back in, throws the blanket back in, goes to the front seat of my car, pulls out the floor mats, reaches under the driver's seat, uh, opens up the armrest, pulls all my stuff out of the armrest, puts it all back in, goes around to the passenger Again, side. is he like flinging it or is he no just no like, he's very politely okay. like he's like he's, i just imagine him like a dog just like <laughs> he's reaching in uh he pulls out he pulls out one thing at a time because uh-huh. i have like i have a cd in there i have my sunglasses in there and then i have mariah Carey's a hat i have hits. like a i have a beanie uh-huh. um and i have a uh, lighter and i have Ooh, why do you have a lighter uh f- because a lot of times i'm surprised when I work, if he's like what do you have a lighter yeah a lot of times uh if, proof if i'm like out at uh, like in the field working mm-hmm. if i get like a snag on one of my dress shirts or like in my pants or something if you cut it if you cut it it breaks the fabric and then is more likely to tear more later uh-huh. if you burn it it singes the fabric but it doesn't disconnect it Right. So I keep the lighter so I can burn all the like fringes if I ever get. Uh, it happens sometimes, especially with my like ties and stuff on the back. I'll have to singe some of the yeah, nylon yeah, yeah. or whatever. But um, 
nylon tie. Yeah. Some I'm essentially some you're essentially satin. living out of your car. Yeah, kind right. of. I have everything in my car that I need day to day. Right. Um so he takes out the passenger floor mat, reaches under the passenger seat. Jesus Christ. Um, I have a water bottle water bottle in my car. Water bottle. Uh he opens it, smells it, closes it. <laughs> Um, this guy, what the fuck, man? Open, opens my glove box, pulls out all of my stuff out of my glove box. I think he's just a creep. Um, you know, reaches up in, puts everything back in the glove box, closes the glove box, and then it comes back to me at the back of my car. Uh-huh. I'm still standing there, and he says, "All right, sorry about that. Everything's good. You're free to go." And he said, uh, he apologized again. He said, uh, "Sorry to take up your time. It's just eleven and fifteen. Has a lot of uh, heroin traffic going through it. And we're just supposed to look for vehicles that look suspicious. And, you know, you had clearly a lot of weight in your vehicle. Not common for people to have their cars weighed down. Right, right. <laughs> That's what flagged you. That's what caused me to flag you. Yeah. Sorry for your inconvenience. Like, I, yeah, I get that. Like, I, I understand the, the thing. But like I said, once that that initial because that's what I'm saying is like, I think it's just lazy. I, I, I feel like it may have not have been profiling as much as it was the end of a shift. Yeah, I think literally it was just him like, if I just check the rest of his car, that should eat up the rest of the time with paperwork. And then uh, I'll just be able to go. Home. Oh, yeah. Like, like you know if I, I mean? like, if I search his car, it's done right now. I've got an hour until the end of until I have to start doing paperwork. Right. But if I add 30 more minutes of stuff I do. I can stretch that to 45 minutes. Yeah, I can stretch that to 45 minutes. And then, yeah, I mean, it could very well be. Or it could very very well be a situation of, you know, he... What my suspicion is that he flagged my car. Yeah. Because, again, I I can accept the fact that a car having that much weight in the trunk is not tip... to visibly yeah, to visibly lower the trunk, I can understand that. If there if there were really people that were actually if there has been actual drug trafficking on that that strip of highway, okay, yeah, I can I can see them going like, all right, we're gonna stop you or whatever. Anybody that and that being a flag, but once that initial thing is, I don't know. It's, no, but, I don't well, think it was that. I don't think it was I, as bad as it could have been. I, obviously, well, not obviously, but I think what it was is he found nothing in the trunk. Right. And then he asked to search the rest of the vehicle because, one, I've already been agreeable so far. I'm not going to – like, he assumes I'm not going to deny him permission. And if I do, then it's, then he yeah. has reasonable suspicion of something, can file for a warrant and search my vehicle without my permission. I bet what it is – I bet it's some kind of weird, like, paperwork – not paperwork thing, but, like, budget thing where he's like, if if I – I think I know if I, if I say something to this guy and – I say like I want to search your car. He's definitely he looks like the kind of guy that's gonna be like, no, you can't. And then, then I can bring the dog out. Yeah. And then I don't have to do any work. I bet that's what he was thinking. And then you were like, you were just so cooperative that he was just like, well, no, I I, I think it's the opposite. And it's just like, you oh think so? well, I yeah, I think it, I think it's the opposite. And it was just like, I've been agreeable so far. Yeah. I've yeah. explained everything without hesitation. Yeah. And I've been agreeable to this point. If he just asks me if i can if he can do it it seems like i'm not going to say no right and then you know he takes 10 minutes and searches the rest of my car and potentially finds something right or if i do say no now he has a reason to be suspicious of me right 
you know, yeah, and yeah. can and can get a warrant. Did you, um, by the way, did you figure, did you notice a, a spot that he didn't check that would be a great place to hide heroin <laughs> that you want to give away? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you want to give it away? I don't know. Give it away, uh, give what it if away? it implicates me legally? <laughs> well, then fuck it. Then they'll, hopefully they'll check only that spot and you can hide heroin everywhere else. <laughs> um, so most cars have this, but there's a space between. Space uh, between. Uh, the Is that a steering, song? <laughs> yeah. On the underside of your steering column. There's like a plastic, there's plastic that goes over it, of course, you uh-huh. know, that separates where your feet go from the steering column. Yes. He didn't, in my car at least, if you reach down towards the pedals, you can reach up in there. Reach up Very in there. easily. Yeah. And he did not check that. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have a 2006 Chevy Malibu uh-huh. underneath the steering column, as long as you're getting pulled over by Officer Kerstetter... <laughs> You are safe storing anything there. Or in your butt, because he also did not check your butthole. That's true. That's true. Right. That would have made it all worth it. Yeah, put it right in your butt. If he would have just... He's like, all right, That would have been the last one. Now I'm going to have to check your trunk. Your trunk. Bend over, sweetheart. (laughs) But, no, it was definitely... It was a case of, like... It it honestly those situations like that only solidify the opinion I have that like I understand why minorities don't just agree whether they're guilty or not. Right. Like it makes sense to me that some but like I get not just being agreeable. Right. Like I said, like uh, like uh, uh when you were explaining it even earlier, like I was saying every every step like at one at a certain point I I, I would eventually go like what it what is what's going on? Yeah. Like what do you need? <laughs> like I I don't I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah. But then like there I feel like it's kind of like weird or lazy police. Like or maybe that's a sign to them, but it's also is that not a sign of just somebody going like why are you doing this? Yeah. I have like I you don't think I have somewhere I I want to be right now? Well, like, yeah, and and you know, I know a lot of people who who say well, if you don't, if you're not doing anything illegal, if you don't have anything to hide, then you shouldn't be afraid, or you shouldn't. There should be no questioning. Right, but like, it's just like, why do you want to give that power uh, to the police? Right, but like, if I'm what, not doing anything wrong, why are the police asking me what I'm doing? Yeah, like but, that's what I'm but, saying. It's like, yeah, and that's the situation where today I was doing nothing wrong. Right, I was driving legally. I did not commit any violation. On all your the road. paperwork, all your insurance, everything was up to date. Yep. All this shit, like. You just had a, you had something heavy. And if you were moving, it would have been the same thing. I'm moving. Would yeah. he have taken everything off of the moving truck? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like what? Or like if you were using your friend's truck and he's just like, why is everything? Oh, well, I can see. Yeah, you got some couches there, but like, do you have heroin? Take them all down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like cut open every cushion. And, and just because he he has a hunch or he thinks like what? And by the way, who the fuck cares if people are doing heroin? Yeah, really? I, well, I think it's. I think it really is just a situation of like, like even the want, even the good to, reason that you're doing this is bad. They want to search as much of your vehicle as possible in hopes of making their stop worth it. Right. Because whether he only searches my trunk and there's nothing illegal, or he searches my car and there's nothing illegal. Right. It doesn't matter how much of my vehicle he searched. Right. So that's why they ask to search all of it because right. like there's just a higher probability of them finding a violation. Yeah, but uh, yeah, somewhere. But yeah. it's like it's crazy, and and I I just feel like uh, he also he also never asked me to like empty my pockets or anything, <laughs> which is crazy. Again, like I said, if you have 
any of that heroin just on your person or in your butt and you're very cooperative, most likely you'll get away with it. But you also have to be a, a fat, young... Yeah, you have to look like a, a baby. A big old baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One big old baby. Because I definitely, definitely accept that it pro- this 100% would have gone differently if I didn't look the way I look. You think so? What oh, if you look oh, like oh, me? For sure. Do you think I would have... Same no, attitude, th- though. I think you and I it would have been the same. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I look like I would be trafficking something. And, you know, sometimes maybe I am. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm trafficking but like, I, uh, I mean, laughter, I, <laughs> joy. I am. You know? I, I'm trafficking joy. I'm bringing joy across these borders. Right. But not drugs. I'm not going to put fucking drugs in my car. Are you stupid? No, someone brings that, them to Because me. just randomly a cop could go, hey, you look fucking suspicious, bro. <laughs> like, is that what he sounded like? That's pretty close. Is that his name? What yeah. was his name? The it cop. was... Kerstetter. Kerstetter. Officer Kerstetter. Thank you for making the streets safer, guy. To <laughs> For stopping the whole time. How many murderers went past? Probably yeah, not. Probably, probably none. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really care. How many people <laughs> with weed on them went by, though? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Right. You know what I mean? Like that. One of them, not me. Yeah. But that's good. Hey, that's how you know. You know? If you're not doing anything wrong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you want to get into the one and only rapid fire? The we one have? and only rapid fire. This sun is blind. Do you want to switch spots? No. Do you want to die? Yeah. Always. Um, okay, what is that? Do you have it up? I can bring it up. I, I had it up earlier, but I, I thought you had it up. I thought, yeah. Jesus Christ, we were not... We were well, and I thought I'd remember it, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, boy. We are falling apart. Dylan you're, Whitmire you're asks... shook after your fucking yeah, ordeal with the police. after my interaction with the police. Um, so Dylan Whitmire says... Whitmire! Have you ever had an issue with other comedians? And... Mm. Secondary follow-up question: mm. Has it ever gotten physical? Mm. Mm. I have. <laughs> I've had issues. I've I've had. I've had issues with other comedians for sure. <clears throat> like what? I, I, what honestly, do you? I guess what do you? Honestly, what do you interpret throw, his question a, being? Well, also throwing a lot of shade. I've had issues with. Uh, I've had issues with people who I wouldn't even. Ca- I wouldn't even give the honor of calling a comedian. Oh, snap. Um, Here we go. uh, So I'm interpreting his question as not me having an issue with anything they did on stage, but having an issue with them as a person somehow. Or uh, not like an issue with their jokes or like, oh, I just don't like this person. But I'm taking this as like a conflict. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm taking this as have I ever had a conflict with other comedians. Right. Um, I have. uh, There was one comedian in Lewisburg. I'm not going to name names because I'm above him. Mm. But you pointed at me. Uh, <laughs> no, I pointed that way. I was just leaning forward at the time. Yeah. It was bad timing. Um it was poor timing for both of us. Right. So Is it somebody I know? I don't know if you've seen him, but he he doesn't perform it anymore really. Oh, okay. Um So yeah, you win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so what happened is Did it come to blows? Uh he did no. I, I mean, think it's pretty safe to say both of us is no on that yeah. one. Yeah. Um we're not fighting people. He the fuck is that about? <laughs> Although famously, uh, just uh, on uh, past episodes of GDP, I believe, um, with either Hambone and or Nate Marshall, any episodes that either one of them are on, Andrew Hambone Hamilton or Nate Marshall, both uh, 
one of them is a great comic. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you guys figure out which one. But they talk it's about the time not, that it, I think uh, Nate has slapped Hambone yeah. in the face. So I don't know if that was necessarily because of a problem they had necessarily. Or I'm assuming like it came an to an issue. Or? It was something I think Hambone said. Oh, so okay. it was a problem, but it was immediately taken care of. Yeah. So if you want violence against comics. And also Nate, I think, beat up some other person that was used to go to the open mic out in Lancaster. No, okay. Uh, that's uh, all. Um, other than that, yeah, no violence on either part. So also, the problem you had, sorry. <laughs> to help the audience figure out which one of them is a very funny comedian, I'll just give you the hint of one of them. We've talked about how we have <laughs> issues with on this show. Yeah. I've had people reach out to me and be like, you guys were really harsh on, in that episode. Yeah. And I was like, it was nothing we wouldn't say to his face. Yeah. It's, it, we're, it's like literally we have to, like, you've got to listen yeah listen to us yeah <laughs> um we care so, uh there was a lewisburg anyway this guy was yeah. performing at last well, we year in, in lewisburg okay um he that night we had like six or seven minutes to perform uh-huh he did his full time and did not get a single laugh yikes um and then you know that anyone who's been at that venue knows and for those of you who haven't been there i'll explain there are always two intermissions Yes. During which most of the audience goes outside because it's usually hot as fuck in that venue. Right. So it's like nice to cool down. Right. Um, so uh, we go out at the first intermission and this guy went in the first intermission. So had I. And so had friend of the show, Zach Hammond. Yeah. So Zach and I are standing outside talking about each other's sets, what we liked about it, what we would change. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. comic talk. Yeah. Um, the guy who bombed. His friend comes up to us and she says, you guys were so funny. Uh, you were hilarious. How long have you been like asking us questions? This is the, my first time seeing them there and maybe even their first time there. But we're just kind of like, oh, thanks so much. We've been doing it, blah, blah. You know, and then she then walks over to her friend who's kind of like smoking a cigarette, pacing around nearby us, uh-huh. clearly like looking like it felt like he wanted people to talk to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so his friend I've seen walks, that at plenty his, of open mics. Yeah. Some of that kind of like so his friend shell shock. His friend walks up to him and she says, "You fucking bombed. You were so bad." Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, I'm just you know I'm not concerned with whether the audience laughs or not." And I butted in immediately and I was like, "Then you're not a comedian." Yeah. And he said, "Well, I disagree." And I said, "No, no, 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 no. no. no There's no disagreeing." By definition, if you're not interested in an audience's laughter, if you're not wanting to you, make them laugh, you are not a comedian. And he was like, well, it's just like Doug Stanhope is my favorite comedian ever. I'm like, OK, do you know how long it took him to be Doug Stanhope that you love? Yeah. 30 fucking years of making people it took laugh. Him ma- it took him <laughs> making a name first. Right. Go back and listen to his old stuff. Right. He wasn't always this guy. Right. Now he's this guy. Yeah. That, and that's the kind of thing with. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's a good point. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't. I, I don't think I've ever heard that story. So, it has more. I'm gonna have to know what that is after. So he then, who that uh, is? Not, you know, later on in the night, <clears throat> I'm waiting in the line to go to the bathroom. Uh huh. He's sitting in the back room talking to this girl, a different girl, not his friend. Right. Who she's now telling him as well. He did. You know, he didn't do too well. And she was like, I'm sorry. She was just an audience member, though. Right. But she was like, I'm sorry you didn't do well. By the way, well. which shouldn't happen, have to happen. Yeah. You should know. But she was like, I'm sorry. Well. I'm sorry you didn't do well. It's just like. And I even tried telling him outside. I was like, you are doing tough material. Yeah. 
it has to be exceptionally funny. Right. If it's not exceptionally funny, nobody is going to laugh at it. Right. Simple as that. Um, so then I'm waiting in line at the bathroom and he's talking to this girl and reiterates again. Yeah, it's just not a big deal to me if the audience laughs or not. I'm not concerned about making them laugh. Doug Stanhope's my favorite comedian and and he gets up there and he's unfiltered and says whatever he wants. And then I butted myself into a second conversation of his to say, yeah, but Doug Stanhope took a really long time to establish that on stage. He wasn't doing it his fifth time. Yeah. And he just like shrugged it off again. And then I went home and I was like, I'm going to add this guy on Facebook because like he's a dude who like I would like to. Any comedian I'm going to offer advice to until they tell me to stop. Because anybody who's doing it, I want to get better. Yeah. It's, at it's, least to offer your opinion as somebody who is, and it, who's been doing it longer. At, yeah. at, least, at least to just go like, well, no. Because especially hearing something like that to hear like, I, it doesn't matter to me if the audience laughs. It's like, that no, that's the that's what you should be worrying about. Yeah, that's all that should matter to you as like, a comedian. I, I understand Nothing wanting to have your matter. voice or wanting to do this, but you need to to be at this point and well, at, at this point in your career, you need to be consi- trying to work on working on like jokes. Yeah, being cons- and can being consistently. That was my thing, being consistently funny on stage. Yeah, and my, trying and my like, hardest to try that. And, and like, still, I, I was still working on it. Obviously, I, I'm cutting a lot out Durr. of the story, but there was like in the conversation when I was waiting for the bathroom, there was like I said, like you're not going to find your voice at this point. I said I've been doing stand up for five years, yeah. and I just found my voice right and i don't even know if that's my voice yet it's it's yeah it's like, like this is just the most comfortable stage. i've been so far right i think of it as pokemon you're, <laughs> you're different evolutions each time yeah you know oh what I mean? sure obviously and, but similar to like similar to experiencing pokemon for the first time uh-huh. you don't know if there's a next evolution right like i don't know if like five years from now i'll be telling the same style of jokes right because five years ago, I wasn't telling this style of joke. Right. So I could continue evolving and changing my voice. Right. But right now, this feels like my voice. Right, right. And I, was te- I also told him, too, I was like, at this point, you need to worry the most about writing jokes. Right. So I said, if those are the jokes you want to tell, then keep telling them. But you need to accept that you're going to bomb. Right. Like, you have to just work on the jokes to make them better. I think... Because that, that's always, like, one... Uh, even when... I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before, but I did like a guest lecture at Bucknell University uh-huh. for a philosophy of stand-up class, and I taught two. I did two lectures. Um, one was about. Uh, one was about. Um, stage presence. Uh-huh. The second one was about telling jokes more than once. Yeah, yeah. So to introduce me to the class, I did a five-minute set the first week. And then the second week, I did the same exact five-minute set because a lot of the kids uh, were talking about how they uh, didn't want to tell the same jokes more than one time. Right. And, like, so I did a lecture on, like, no, this is why you do that. Right. Because, like, the jokes will always be a little different and they will always get better by right, you right. telling them more and more. Right. So I'm also telling this guy this stuff. So then I go home and, you know... Like anybody who does stand up, when I meet a new person in the community, I usually add them on social media for multiple reasons. Right. Because, you know, maybe they'll be on shows and I can hate myself that they're getting booked and I'm not. Or yep. maybe they can offer me stuff, like whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, and no matter what, it's 
it's better to have a connection with somebody who's doing stand-up than not, even yeah. if it's on social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hate social media. Me too, but it's a necessary evil in our field. I know. I, I keep it, and I usually I, I'll friend request or add people, and then just I give them a chance, and then if they just either post too much, where I'm like, that's stupid. I, well, hate, yeah. this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this, and I just <laughs> I'm just like, ah, I'm out of here. No, I'm the same. It's way. not even building a bubble. Like I don't have people that just have my narrative. I just have yeah. people that write jokes. Yeah, and I well, have people and, that and say try to be silly and that's or what funny. I tell too, like when, when people who are when people who are like not when people who are not comedians or who are like friends or family or yeah, whatever yeah. who add me on Facebook, I always tell them this isn't a great way to contact me. Right. I I almost exclusively, with very very few exceptions, right, post about shows or open mics. That's pretty much all. Or I use events. It for. <laughs> um, I, I do that or like funny. Th- I like I like Instagram. Because yeah. Instagram is just it's mainly just pictures. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? And that's a lot of butts and a lot of yeah. stuff like <laughs> oh, that. Oh yeah. So it, but so no did nipples. You ever, so it never came to blows with this person. Well, so I go to Adam on Facebook, and he has a very very lengthy. Um, what the kids call sub post about me you didn't he because he didn't tag you in it he didn't mention my name in it he didn't tag me in it but it was all about me right right um and it said uh tonight i performed for the fifth time in my career as a comedian that's how it was worded Uh tonight i performed for the fit for my for the fifth time in my career as a comedian and some hack unfunny comedian came up to me and decided he was going to take it upon himself to tell me that I'm not a comedian and you know just just fucking like shitting on me and then it's got like 36 comments of other people shitting on me yeah and and I was but like, not di- you directly. Well, no, they don't know. No, that it's they you. don't know They're that it's me. But that guy's I, a dick. but as somebody who like, hopefully this is a career path. I like, I now have to go in and start trying to repair a reputation, right? In case they ask, what comedian was it? Right, right. So, <clears throat> so I jump, I get on there. His Facebook is public, so I don't even have to send him a friend request to comment on it. Right. But I comment on it, and I say, I, I just said. Uh, hey man, I'm sorry that I pissed you off. Uh, but as far as you calling me a hack, can you give me evidence of that? Because if I'm a hack, I want to know it. Right. And nobody's ever said yeah, it what it, what it. Yeah. What is it? So, nobody's ever been that honest with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I will say like, that was me being kind of shitty and passive aggressive being like, I'm not a fucking hack, you idiot. Yeah. Um, so then uh, I then go on to say, I wasn't telling you you're not a comedian because you're not funny. I was telling you you're not a comedian because you don't care about making the audience laugh. Right. Your, Which, only, your words. Your only job as a comedian right. is to make the audience laugh. And if you're not interested, you're not a comedian. You may be a performer. Right. You may be a one-man act. Right. Maybe you're a monologuist. Whatever. But you do not use the label of comedian. (laughs) You do not use the label of comedian because you are not doing the only requirement of a comedian. Right. And then I said, if you're willing to talk about this more, I'm happy to have this discussion with you. Right. But don't don't fucking try to make me sound like a dickhead. Yeah. 
So then he get so then he comments back the next day and was like, I had too much to drink last night and I was upset. I'm sorry. And I, I was just like, that's not an excuse. Yeah. And he hasn't really done stand up since. But I, I, I just was like, I wasn't saying you you're not lead somebody out. Kind of. Wow. Um, but it was just like, but it was like, I, I mean, if I'm the reason why, then I'm the reason why. But it was just a situation where I was like, no, like you can do that on stage if you want. Right. But you're not a comedian if you're not interested in right that's the that's the thing that that's the thing i always talk about is the hobbyists yeah i've had i've had not like not run-ins or problems with necessarily there was one one in particular i have and it was again i won't name names either so we can but it's ironically it came to a head on the way to lewisburg actually we were driving there and it was a car full of us and uh we were talking about something about um like it, it was some issue of like we. It, it was really it was actually a couple of years ago, and it was near like when really the uh, men kind of white knighting for women of like I care about your rights and I want to help like that stuff like yeah. ma- male feminists and stuff like that when that was really start like really 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 starting to come out like big time before the before Trump and everything it yeah. was like before that. Um, I feel like that's, it was, man, that feels like it was so long ago, but it was only like a couple of years, mm. but we were on our way and I, I work, you know, a second job and stuff like that. And I kind of do consider comedy my the, it's the career I'm working on. Yeah. It's my career. Path. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, my, my career in path. My, in yeah. my other job, I'm content. That's where my I'm job. At. That's the job. Yeah. It's like my, I don't fucking, I leave there and I don't even think about it. I don't give a yeah. shit. I mean that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things of like. But the thing that I'm thinking about working on all the time and the thing I'm stuff, trying like, to move up the ladder as the of, career. Yeah. Yeah. So we're on our way. We're kind of we're kind of having like a not it wasn't even like a heated debate or anything, but we were just like whatever. And then eventually got to the point where the, the person said something along the lines of, um, you know, I said something like, well, yeah, I don't understand why that would matter to me or something like that. Like it's, I, that's strangers. Why would I care about, you know, this or that? Like my brutal, stupid honesty that I have, you know? Yeah. But the person said like, you know, Oh, and that's why you'll be washing dishes the rest of your life or something like something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something that, that insulting, not in a joking tone. Nobody laughed. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like one of those things of like, Okie dokie, you know? And who did they say that to me? Yeah. And I was just like, Hmm. And like, I'm kind of a weird, like a, like the fattest McGregor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of like, <laughs> like doubt me and then I'll, okay, then I'll, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll do anything in my power to crush you. Oh yeah. No, I'm the you same I mean? way. I will do if whatever I, if it I'm takes. Possible, I will die trying to fucking bury somebody if they, I, I know will what I mean? do whatever it takes to prove somebody else wrong and embarrass them. Right. So, and, and not to mention, this wasn't the first time that person had said something shitty or talked to me in a shitty way. And I've heard them talk in a shitty way. Since then, I've heard I've them never, about them talking I've never in shitty ways. Before we, when yeah, we take I'll tell our you, break, yeah, we exactly. Talk about we'll say the more. names. We'll say names. Yeah, we'll, we'll name names. But it was one of those things of like that was kind of like all right. And since then, it's always been kind of an underlining thing, but it's never. But I basically after that, I was honest with that person, and I said, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I just don't think we're gonna be friends. You know what I mean? Like we're we, I will, you know, we're coworkers. We're you know going after the same thing that's when i thought at least at the time <laughs> we're going after the same things we're trying to you know i can be professional i just don't you know the like hanging out or you know riding yeah, together and shit like that. that's not gonna happen yeah. 
wow. I'm not going to make an effort anymore. And it's all because you were just like, if people's yeah, feelings are hurt by what I have to say. Well, it's like, it's one of those things of like, somebody's going to say something that shitty to me. Like you're going to, I'm not a macho and dude. Why I'm, did he I'm, say it again? It was, it was just something along the lines of me saying like me one of like saying, uh, why should I care about strangers problems? And that, in that sense of like, in a sense of like how we how we're talking about now, it was like really when feelings were starting to rule a lot of issues. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like kind of like, why don't you support you know the fact that I'm not getting treated equally? Like, I you know because I don't think of that. I don't think of it. Yeah, and I'm just being honest. I don't think of it. Don't act like you think of it. Kind of thing. Like it was a social issue, and I think it was around. It was around women's issue. I can't remember exactly. I think it was well, the birth control. Honestly, I think it was something about the birth control yeah. or something. I can't remember what it was. And I wasn't being like, I wasn't saying, well, I don't give a shit. It's not my problem. It was just kind of like one of those things of like, I don't think of it. Like it was something yeah. that on it. Like it was, I can't even. Again, it wasn't you saying like, it doesn't matter. It was you saying like, I don't think of it because it doesn't affect me. Right. And it was, it was something along those lines, but it was. And, and like I said, it, that was just the like the kind of breaking point at that point for me. And then, and since then, even not being in the contact with this person, like I, I after the fact, I said, I you know, I think it was text. It wasn't like I did it face to face. I'm still yeah. not a confrontational, but it was like, hey man, I just don't think that we're gonna be friends. Like this is, I just don't. I don't. None of my friends have ever talked to me like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I get what you said. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like one of those things where I've never said something that shitty to a friend of mine, even joking. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I might say in a very obvious joking term or like in that context or something like that. Yeah. Or somebody that I'm very comfortable with as friends. It may be your social awkwardness, but I feel like since then and even before then, there's been cases where I'm like, I don't like how this person conducts himself. Yeah. So it's like, then that's it. That's it. I'm not going to talk shit. I'm just going to say things that have happened. I'm going to be honest about it. Yeah. But I'm not going to make an effort. You know what I mean? And it's definitely never. It's but never, never blows. Like, I've never. It's never I never want to fight. No, I, I would I'm, never want to fight anybody. And I'm honestly. I'm now where, like, if I had to fight, I would. And I could. I'm yeah. just not interested in yeah, it. Yeah. I, I, I envision the fact that I might be able to to do it. I'm not <laughs> even going to Andy Malafrina and say, like, I could do, I could fight somebody. Yeah, I don't think I could. I could sorry, that was a little too fast. I could fight somebody. Yeah. I could hold my own in a fight. Yeah. You don't think so? At the end of the day. No, I really, I <laughs> could, no, I could, but I'm saying, like, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to tough guy it. I'm saying, like, in a fight, I probably wouldn't win. No, no, no. But I'd fight if I had to. Yeah, and I, I honestly, but that's one of those things. It's not, that's not why I don't fight. Yeah, yeah. It's not I that don't I don't think I can fight. It's yeah, just it's that not, I don't fight because I don't think I could win. Right. If I even if I could win, I wouldn't want to. Even fight. arguing, that's like that's why I don't even necessarily like arguing because that's all like when when you can have a discussion or a even debate like a heated debate. Like I we do, have, there is yeah. a difference between an argument and a debate. Oh yeah, no, because uh, an argument needs a victor. A, de right. a debate really doesn't. Like when you and I debate. Right. It ends with us just going, okay, we don't see eye to eye. Or or in some cases where it's like, that's a good point. I've never I didn't think of it from that way. Yeah. Or even understanding where we differ on a thing. Yeah. So like I feel like that's a really thing. But when you can't have that same like I, I really feel like that's almost a that's almost the beginning point for me to be a friend with of, of somebody. Yeah. Is to be able to to either properly like to have a good conversation with them. Yeah. 
and that they have this a similar sense of humor that yeah. it has to be that way oh yeah absolutely so like so if i don't have like if you thought what you said was funny then this is not gonna work because <laughs> that is not funny i got pissed off when you said it yeah and if you said it to me i would get pissed off at you you know what i'm saying like any of those well, situations Pat, that's <laughs> why you're only ever going to be washing dishes well then that's <laughs> it's over. Start your break. <laughs> um, but no, I just think I I'd be interested to see when it or if there are people who um, if there are people who would have I know of comedians who've gotten into fights and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm saying I've never gotten into a disagreement with a comedian to the point of blows. Um, but it's also too like I also. Like, as long as you're willing to, like, talk about it. Like, there are comics who have said things that I've just, like, that's shitty of you to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've had people tell me... I've t- I've talked about it either on this or you seriously never played... I know I've talked about it on you've seriously never played this, but... Mm-hmm. Um, there's a comedian who I do stuff with from time to time who has said, I'm just not interested in doing open mics anymore. And I was like, then yeah. you're not a comic anymore. <laughs> right, right. Like, you've got to constantly be getting better. But yeah, you have even, to even that person like it's still not like um you know that's just like okay well that's your stance. Now that's I know why what, yeah exactly but that's, that's where why I got you're you. not fun, like that's why people don't laugh at you. And that's why and that's why I don't and that's why I've gotten to the point where I'm not even like I don't I don't get angry or I don't feud with people. No. I've just gotten to the point I, where I go like oh you want something different than me. Yeah, I just for me I just get Sometimes, too, if it's somebody who I like or somebody I see, like, promising or whatever cliche mm-hmm. you want to use. Yeah, yeah. I get, I will get, like, frustrated to an extent. I will be like, oh, come on. Be better. Yeah. Just be better than that. I don't, I don't um, really see promise in anybody. But, <laughs> uh, I want to just say, Dylan, don't worry. You're none of these people we were talking about. Oh, wait. Dylan, Dylan Whitmire. Yeah. Dylan that's, Whitmire. No, he's, he's very. Guy. That's, he's, that's the guy he was in the car. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> oh, him. shit. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm going to beat your fucking well, ass, person. Dylan, you um, motherfucker. It's time to get no, blowed, he, bitch. I Wait, like I like good. Dylan a lot. He um, no, I like Dylan. he's like my I don't know. He's kind of like a comedy little brother to me. I yeah. pick on him a lot, and I yeah. like to make fun of him a lot. Yeah, he's really he's easy. He I he's an easy target because he seems like he's into it. We always talk hockey. Um, like yeah, he always he'll, he'll, he'll I like, like message Dylan. me about hockey, and then like, well, I think it's like because his team's the Flyers, right? Yeah, yeah his team's the Flyers because he always he always messaged me. He's like, oh, I'm going to the Flyers Lightning game or. Or something like, oh, yeah, did you go to the game or did you watch the game? Blah blah blah. Yeah, I, at least one year for sure. Like almost every time they played, we. Cool. But I was going, I was going to out there to Lewisburg a lot more. I haven't been out there in a while because the zone um, opened up and it's just, yeah. it's just so close. So easy, yeah. And I for somebody it. who like me, that's like, I'm not against going to open mics. Obviously, I'm yeah. just like, you want to go easy. I'm just, I'm just gonna go to the, the path of least at, resistance. And then not, not as far as because they get crowds. That's cool too. Usually they get some kind of crowud. It's really just me just like I'm just going to see if this works still like just kind of like what it's like literally just making sure that bone is, you know, because the, you know, uh, what's the other one? I like going to not to mention also I've been trying to get more on like a comedy club open mics. Yeah, I've been trying to focus on that more. I get that. And like I've got I got jokes. I'm pretty (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I'm not against open mics, but. It's just the it's I think it's more of the the mileage at this point. I feel like well, I'm trying to save for when I get shows. And I've been getting shows yeah. so it hasn't really been interfering. Yeah. So and I've still been doing a lot and more it's a case comedy. Too, like but, you can you can want to do more shows, but you should also still be interested in open mics. Yeah, even yeah. if it's you're going No you matter know, what, I try to go at least once a week. Like, at yeah. least try, no matter what. Yeah. Um but Dylan, I hope I'm not 
talking out of school here, Dylan. If I am, I'm sorry. But he messaged me one time after an open mic and was like, hey, man, do we actually do we have like an actual problem? Like, do you not like me? And I was and I was like, I can really commend you for reaching out about that. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty respectable that he would reach out and ask. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was like, no, I actually like I like you. And this is just like your fun your fun to make fun of right like we make fun of each other we kind of we kind of roast each other right right and it's like i'm sorry if i get like too mean sometimes it's hard for me to gauge what is too much when i'm roasting right right um but it's just like no i have no issues with you yeah and like and like because because he in my opinion has a good comedy mentality yeah like he will come up to you after an open mic and ask what you thought of a joke yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you give him advice on a bit, he will genuinely take it to heart. And I've seen him take advice from me and other people and implement it on stage to try and better himself as a as a comic. Right, he takes your advice. So, yeah, so like it, it's something like as him like that's one reason though. It is kind of counterintuitive though, isn't it? In comedy, how like the people you're meanest to are the people who you're probably closest with. Usually, like Zach yeah. Hammond and I pick on each other a lot. Yeah, yeah. We roast each other a lot. And like especially like even when we were down at Phoenixville, when we were all in that green room together, yeah. Nobody was preparing for stage. We were just all riffing on each other. Yeah, we're just fucking around. Yeah. And yeah, like, and that's yeah, I guess that's how that's how but, it should and be. And I, I would consider you guys the people I'm closest to in comedy. Yeah. Like add Bill in there, but like you, Lemaire, Zach are like the people yeah. who I find myself closest to. You're the people I turn to the most for comedy advice. You're, you're making my head itch. <laughs> you're the people I turn to most for like jokes. You're the people who I'm interested in doing stuff with the most. Right. Like, so, and it's been working to the point where like, that's, we've got a pretty good network of like shows going on. Yeah. That each one of us have trying to like, okay, so we're going to do this here. We're going to do this here. There's a new person at the Midtown Scholar that I've uh, I've been notified about, so I got to contact her to let her know about the live podcast coming up. Um, and I feel like there's like Zach Heyman I love working with, Matt Brown, you obviously. Yeah, Lemaire. I've never worked with Matt Brown, but I've heard nothing but like, good things. But each one of these things is like, those are the people. I guess that that's what you think. Like when you start out, especially like as an open micer, like you start out and you're like. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing, but sure. everybody's trying to well, figure and, and it out. You know, obviously, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm like so eager to give people advice is because when I started, literally, we started the only comedy accepting open mic mm-hmm. five years ago. Yeah, and built it from there. So we had nobody to talk to. Right, there was nobody who was doing it longer than us who we could get advice from. Right. So like now that I'm quote unquote, I consider myself comedically old. Yeah. Like compared to some of the other people in, at the open mics. In comic years. Yeah. yeah. Well, because like a lot of people at the open mics are, you know, much older than me or, or a decent amount older than me. Right. You know, in their mid thirties, some people in their forties. Yeah. Some people older than that, um, who have only been doing it for a year or two. Right, right. And even though I'm only twenty four, I've been doing it since I was nineteen. Yeah. So for for me, like I have even though I'm younger than them, I have more experience than them. Right. So that's why I try to like be helpful. It's almost it's so weird too because I've I've realized the same thing. Like, you don't real you don't realize from year to year what it is until you like look back. If yeah. you're not progressing in some way, then it you are doing something wrong, and you should either ask advice, yeah, or you should do something else. Because 
there there's a way to have this where I feel like the people that start the beefs and the people that have the problems and stuff like that are the people that aren't as dedicated or not really meant to do it. I really do feel like that way because yeah. because that's it's one of those things of like like I said I call them bowlers or hobbyists like those people that are like oh you know I I'm a stand up too and I do this like okay you have a lot of cool jobs local at local mics and stuff like that but like what do you, what are your intentions yeah you know what i mean what do you i'm you know i've tried i've tried a little if i haven't gotten into it as much but like script writing i've tried to fucking like yeah. seriously i've changed the way i write jokes a hundred million fucking times i tape almost every set i try to figure out you know what i mean like it's not it's not like that's all common shit that i feel like a lot of people do but but if you're not actively, if you're just constantly asking advice and not doing any of it, I feel yeah. like you're just somebody that's want, that wants to feel a part of it. And or you are not you don't believe enough in it that you're going to you can make it somewhere else, because that's the thing is usually you're headed towards a big market somewhere. Yeah. You oh, know, absolutely. whether it be I mean, like and those big markets are changing. Obviously, there's like Atlanta, I feel like is a, a big one now. Or it's been at least for a long time. Like as far as like production, like if you want to work in an industry, yeah, Atlanta is the Hollywood of the South, right? There's, yeah, there's, um, you know, you have like New York, L.A., fucking Atlanta. What like Nashville's kind of a thing. Nashville, Austin, Austin, yeah, like certain places. I would say I would say you've got Portland. You have so many. You do for, have so many other options for comedy. It's oh yeah, Portland, Portland Seattle, San like Francisco, Vancouver is a big place. Oh yeah, Vancouver, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles. So it's not it's not necessarily Austin. that you uh, Phoenix like and Flagstaff and places sometimes that's coming up. They have like decent comedy that's scenes there. Up. Um, but either way you have there's you, lots of places you can go and there's different avenues you have like there's different creative paths so there, there really is no point for like for comics to feud I guess unless you have no. to work unless you unless you just have such a diamet unless you're so coastal I feel like people have to find their coasts yeah you know what I mean like once you start comedy once you start finding like you said like your voice or something like that whatever that stupid shit you said (laughs) (laughs) you're like you almost figure like okay no that's you're more of a west coast guy you're most you know you should probably there's some people there's like um you know people i've heard from like matt brown matt brown i that's who i relate with a lot like more i feel like yeah east coast people more of the oh yeah the clubs i I like the club comics i don't want to i don't want to go to i don't care about theaters necessarily oh see and i feel the opposite i i feel like i'm a theater comic yeah yeah you would be like a fluffy you would have merch and shit like that no i don't even (laughs) i don't i'm not saying i'm i'm not saying i'm selling a gabriel iglesias theaters oh stop knowing his name i'm i'm like a small theater comic i'm saying i don't mind like uh I like him. I, I, he, he makes me laugh at times. Yeah. He's not a comedian. I pursue what he's doing. I thought you know that's what, I mean? what you meant though. Like no. the big, well lit arena. No, no, no. Like, I don't, I don't mean like, no, I don't mean like the 20,000 seats. Have you ever rode a roller coaster? Click, 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 click. Ah. <laughs> I remember that. Um, but no, I, I'm talking like, like small, like the Trocadero in Philly, you know, oh, something oh, that's yeah. like five to 1500. The Wilba. Yeah. Something that's like five to fifteen hundred or five to twenty five hundred. Madison like in that Square range. Garden. Yeah, M- MSG, my, MSG, my dude, bro. Don't um, have it in your food. But, um, yeah, I think that's all. Like, it is such a big deal to me, though. As like, if if you want to just be a local comic for the rest of your life, fine. Yeah, yeah. 
whatever. That's on you. Yeah, that's okay. I don't but, care. Like, but I yeah. just need now we know. But you know? then don't act like you're owed something. Yeah, like that's what frustrates me. Is you know the mentality of are you sure like you that, don't know who mine is? Like that guy's mentality of yeah. uh, of the guy I talk to. Right. Uh, of well, I just don't care if they laugh. You haven't earned that. Yeah. Well, like you, Doug you Stan- don't know. Like, you don't get that ever. Like it well, doesn't no, matter. But, Doug Stanhope. If as if he's going out as a stand-up comic and they don't laugh, he should absolutely care. No, I, I, I and he, he does, does care. But there's the diff. Like uh, he wants it to be. Funny. I'm thinking more of the Mike Birbiglia thing that Pete Holmes has talked about on his podcast before, and I can't remember. If Sleepwalking, I've heard, right? I've heard actually Mike Birbiglia talk about it, but uh-huh. uh, if a show is bad, Mike will come. Like after the show, Mike Birbiglia will say, "When if someone has how to go, he'll say, yeah. I did the album.'" Because what he does is he'll come out and he'll try new stuff, and if it if it falls flat, then he just goes into the tired and true what he knows. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan, I've seen live, does the same thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll come out and he'll do some. He'll do like 15, 20 minutes of new stuff, and then if it falls flat, here comes hot pockets. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's one of so those things I, like you I, have I, that I think option. Yeah, but I think I think like I agree that a com- no comedian ever is going to be like I don't care if they laugh. Yeah. But also, do like that mentality of there are some nights where you can go, yeah, tonight I bombed, like big deal. Yeah, you cannot care about bombing. Like you yeah. can be like, oh, I didn't do as well as I should. I, you know, I wish I would have done better, but it's I didn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and you can be like, well, that's what happened. Like, not yeah, that you account- don't care, but just the accountability be ex- on yourself, accepting it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have that kind of you. You're self aware in that sense that you know, oh, the reason that didn't go well was because of me. Yeah. That's my fault. Yeah, absolutely. You need to be accountable. Right. So, I don't know. So, yeah. How, how about that for rapid fire? Yeah, that was a... Uh, Turned that into an hour and nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, did talk about the police story for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a... I, I'm happy that that was our one question because it did become kind of a long discussion about comedy. Yeah. I mean, that, and that's kind of important. You need to take a break. You know, kind of defuse and... Yep. Come on, let's we'll, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. Come on, let's go. 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 Come on. It's funny too because the the one there's one girls there the the pair of girls that were sitting up front. Yeah. And there I was like, oh yeah, I said, oh yeah, what you know, I said something about witch and I gestured to one of them. And I was just like, "Oh, I, I'm sorry. I profiled just there. Like, you're you're not a witch. You're not. Doesn't mean that you're automatically. Like, come on. Obviously, yeah. everybody there well, is a fucking witch. And it was so funny too because afterwards she was like, "By the way, I am a witch." Yeah, she goes, "Hey, by the way, I am a witch." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> fucking." But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh, just, God, it was so much fucking fun. Lots of boobs. Like I, I was it. telling Dominique about. It. I said, "This is going to be like the same." It's like the Renaissance. It's the same. Turn. Yeah, it's the exact same. And she was like, "You're totally right about." It. I said, "This is the only other opportunity they get to wear their bustiers." Yeah. You know what I mean? They're and good for them. Yeah, good. Have if some they're g- confident in it, you know what I mean. Like I said, by all means, lots of big, beautiful women out there. Yeah, big curvy broads, big, big old curvy titties broads. pouring out of their shirts. Big Fly old. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> these milky titted broads <laughs> and their titties spilling out of their shirts. <laughs> I'm Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Pasta for sure. <laughs> um, oh so boy. yeah, do you want to get into stories? Let's do it let's get into stories so we don't have the official die hat jar we're downstairs we're doing a little mini road show yeah uh, <laughs> out d- down here in the living room 
the cat there's no there's no clever name for this it's just the the cat living room cat, cat living room i don't have one this is a mobile studio what's the cat gotta, cave cat cave <laughs> butt cave farts am i right <laughs> yeah right boom boom shaka <laughs> <laughs> boom shaka 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 i got the first one rolled up what? I got the first story. I finally got a dice rolling app to work. For now, the Apple TV's not working. Cool! <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that bought it, dum dum. You're the. What? That's so mean to me. Yeah. I did it. Did you find me a GPS yet, boy? <laughs> <laughs> I sent you too. Did you contact those people? I did. I sent the one lady a message. I said, hey, is the GPS still available? And she didn't. didn't I don't even think she read it or looked at it or anything. Sometimes you have to Sweet. harass them. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a that's exactly what I should do to ladies right now. Is harass them. <laughs> no, um, you nuts. was it was it the one on Leco or the one on Facebook? I can't remember. Oh, Facebook. Uh, okay, if it's the one on Facebook, what happens is it goes into messages you have to approve if you're not her friend. Oh. So if you send if you send multiple though, it will remind her. You sure? Yeah, I've had it happen to me before. All right, number seven. Number seven. Thanks for sticking with us through all of the technical difficulties. Yeah, we're alive again. Ooh, this is from travelandleisure.com. Travel and leisure. Posted under the weather category, mysterious ghost ship filled with mannequins. Mannequins. Appears after Hurricane Irma. All these hurricanes bringing in all these weird, creepy things, right? Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is, Patrick. Is it weird? It is. Chris uh, Russo just, thinks it is. You just became Pennsylvania Dutch there for just Is a it moment. weird? Is it weird? Is it weird? <laughs> uh, so, ghost ship uh, coming in from where? Let's see. Want to take a guess? Where is it? Do we that see it? That looks like Florida. Yeah. Hurricane Irma may have left behind a, mysteri- a mystery in Hellwick. Written by Andrea Romano, Ray Romano's sister. Ooh. September 25th, Or wife. Or wife. His wife. Uh, residence near Melbourne Beach, Florida. Yep, it is Florida. Uh, are puzzled by a mysterious ghost ship that seems to have... By the way, immediately when it's a uh, ship just filled with mannequins, nothing else, then uh, it, in Florida, it's then that's your answer. Like, you've found your answer. It's in Florida. <laughs> that's it's, why it's It's there. Florida. That's what the answer is. It's not. It's not a mystery anymore. It's. <laughs> this was a fucking stupid art piece from some weirdo. Is that like the? It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. It's yeah. not paranormal. It's Florida. <laughs> another shirt. That's another shirt idea. <laughs> it's not paranormal. It's Florida. <laughs> that would be a good sticker. Yeah, we'll do that as a sticker. <laughs> More merch, guys. Uh, residents near Melbourne Beach, Florida, are puzzled by a mysterious ghost ship that seems to have washed up on the shore after Hurricane Irma. Oh my god! <laughs> it's from 2014. Hurricane it has tags Ermagerd. on it. It's registered. There's yeah. uh, automatically, and <laughs> it's called Cucky. <laughs> <laughs> the name it's of the my ship, ship is Cucky. All right, so let's keep going. Go ship. Go ship. People flocking to Mel- hashtag Melbourne Beach to see sailboat hashtag Irma brought to shore, <laughs> hundreds of miles from home at 5 p.m. Hashtag uh, miles. at my news 13. Hashtag Brevard. Hashtag Greg Pallone. This is yeah. This is kind of boring. This idiot. Cucky. <laughs> Did you just fart? 
No, I laughed. Like I had my finger <laughs> in my nose and I laughed. He went, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 45-foot uh, sailboat named Cucky. That, that's how you spell it, right? Yes, yeah, C-U-K-I. C-U-K-I. Cucky appears to have traveled hundreds of miles, and it's uh, unknown if there were any people on board. Jesus, that's a little bit. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, How cuck. did they know it traveled over hundreds of miles? Well, I think we're going to get to it. I'm sure we're going to get a very detailed Ooh, description save here. for a few mannequins found below deck. Ooh. Also, Jessica Alba can't stop wearing these slip-on shoes. No free ads. Scenes from the aftermath of Irma. Oh, is that like a ship? That's like, like on a football on, field. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So even football wasn't f- affected. Nothing. Oh, so now Trump will care. Ooh, snap. Relevant burns. Relevant burns. President. Oh, now we got another. I'm groundbreaking. I just want to say that. Yeah, you really are. So, I'm really. So do you think, okay, so do you honestly think that it's uh, it's some kind of weird ghost ship or just some kind of weird creepos fucking, because I think that's it from the, <laughs> the article. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. Um, I would, I don't know if it's, Chris and I talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. when he messaged this to us. Yeah. I said it seems to be that paranormal things happen more, like uh, around like storms, mm-hmm. and I think it's because of the massive transfer of energy that happens. Like if if all of the philosophy and all of the theories about the paranormal are true, right? It's the amount of energy that is built up in in the actual hurricane, in, in the actual hurricane, or that is being exerted by all those forces. Hmm. That's a weird way to think about it. Um, so the the storm produced enough energy. That it that like some paranormal shit happened, so like yeah. an interdimensional vortex opened up. Yeah, or whatever. I think I think if you believe in the other, if you believe in energy transfer and stuff like that, then that makes sense. Yeah. As far as explaining the paranormal, truthfully, I think it's probably maybe the dude just likes fucking mannequins. Yeah, and I he feel takes like not on his boat with them. I think there might be more to the article, but it's not loading. It's fucking oh, a lot of these. I'll a lot of the links that I've I been trying find. today. Like I, I was trying to uh, like redo the list and everything like that. I was using some of the ones from the food uh, from the Buddha Babies Facebook page. Oh yeah, that we set up the group that we have. Yeah. So I was grabbing stories from there and I was trying to put them in the regular list, but for some reason the links wouldn't work. So I just have huh. I just saved the pages open, and I think that's what fucked my computer up. Weird. <laughs> All technology, like I swear to God, every every time we record, it's like technology is against us. Every time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There are At always issues. Oh, Pat. What? Do you want to read the Mysterious Universe coverage of this? As uh, opposed to this article that won't load? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Do you want to connect it. to the TV or do you want to just read it? Uh, I'll just... Let's see here. Oh, we'll guess who the... wrote it, Pat? I got to connect to the TV for this. Brett Tingley. Your baby boy. Yeah. We got to get that guy <laughs> on the show. We really need to try for it. Or we need sure. to be on his show. We need to just One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> One of the two. Ghost ship. Ghost crude, ship. Crude by mannequins. Washes up, on, washes up in Florida. Brett okay. Tingley. Much better. Article. September 22nd, 2017. If only because it loaded. From MysteriousUniverse.org. The recent pair of hurricanes that ravaged America's southern coastlines were significant not only for their awesome strength and size... But also for the anomalous phenomena which coincided <laughs> with the storms. That sounds like a cool song. People, anomalous phenomena, yeah. They sound like a band that's really, really far up their own ass. Hey guys, we're anomalous phenomenon. People around the world heard strange noises in the sky ahead of the storms. And the hurricanes dredged up strange wonders from beneath the seas and under the ground. 
The massive storm surges from both storms left a variety of bizarre-looking sea creatures stranded on land, some of which sparked intense online speculation. An ancient wooden canoe was also found in Florida, which could be up to 6,000 years old. Oh, wow. People's strange, perhaps strangest of all, however, is the mysterious ghost ship discovered this week in Florida. Still possibly may not be mysterious. Could be a weird creep. <laughs> it looks like a ghost ship. Looks rough. It looks like it's been abandoned for a while. And That's name Cucky. That's how Palm Beach resident Dina McCollum described the eerie site discovered in the wake of Hurricane Irma. Residents of Melbourne Beach, Florida, found the ship stranded on their shoreline on September 19th, Never nearly forget. two weeks after the hurricane made landfall. Ooh. The ship is a 45-foot sailboat named Cucky and appears to have been abandoned for some years <laughs> based on the rusted, antiquated equipment left aboard. Strangest of all... <sighs> Their only occupants of the boat appear to be two mannequins. Oh, okay. That's a little creepier. Yeah, th- uh, yeah. Like, what are what are like? What is it about the number of mannequins that makes it like? <laughs> if it was three, maybe not. If it was, I would say if it was four three or more. If it was four, it's not creepy. If it's one, it's sexual. Yeah, if it's one, two, it's sexual. If it's two, it's creepy. Two is creepy. Could be those were people. <gasps> No, I don't like hey, everybody. Dr. This is the Buddha Boys ASMR podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm gonna open up this uh, rap art. <laughs> oh, these these mannequins have sunglasses on. Uh, the mannequins were rema- uh, have remained loyal to their ship, staying aboard despite onlookers poking around below deck. That's what a uh, uh, caption under a picture says. Honestly, you know what I kind of want to watch, huh. but I kind of also would be too scared to watch. Maybe is just like 24 hour footage. With nobody around of this boat. <laughs> yeah. Like just a 24-hour camera. Just yeah. Just to see, like, what kind of weird shit happens. And like, if, if anything comes in or out of that boat, goes in or comes out of that boat. That's like, did you watch... Um, like a fucking octopus There's a period of time... <laughs> there's a period of time where uh, there was this thing online uh, where it was a supposedly haunted doll uh-huh. left in a room by itself, and they live-streamed from in the room for, like, a week. Yeah. And once they set up the camera and they started recording, nobody went back in for the week. Yeah. And it was just to, like, see if anything happened. Did anybody see anything? The, there was weird, like, uh, a couple of times there were technical malfunctions that fixed themselves. Mm. Um, you know, some weird stuff, but, like, nothing like visual spirits or the doll right. moving or anything the like that. The doll wasn't, like, flicking people off or anything. No. All right. This is All a right, quote. So, <laughs> yeah, you take this because my sinuses are... Oh, boy. Just oh boy. Me up. Do you want me to do it this way? Either no, that's fine. Oh Jesus! Stop <laughs> switching it back and forth. Uh, <laughs> this guy's getting choked. Sorry. Yeah. Come on. He's gonna fight off his attacker. Earlier today, when I was out here, there were two mannequins on board. They survived it too. So to me. That's incredible to see they survived. That this guy's drunk for sure. I gotta play this guy drunker because <laughs> <laughs> this guy's quote is is fucking super duper. <laughs> he's super duper drunk. <laughs> to me, <laughs> so to me, that's incredible. These that they survived that journey in a category five hurricane. Said Tom Tobin, 
A charter pilot who lives near the area of the shoreline where the boats was found. The pilot, of course he's drunk. Some reports state that the boat is registered to an incarcerated prisoner from Key West. Ooh. While others claim that the boat is registered out of New Rochelle, New York. Ooh, even less interesting. We'll never tell is what it says <sighs> under the sexy mannequins. Three mannequins, but there was only two Brett. The mannequins aren't saying much about how they got there and what they were doing aboard, so authorities aren't quite sure how the boat managed to wash up ashore or where it came from. I like that. Short and sweet. Creepy. Yeah. We got the story in there. It is weird because there are two mannequins. It, for some reason, like I said, when, when I was saying, like, oh, there's some weird creep that, you know, <laughs> just has, like, it might be an art exhibition that, like, uh, you know, I've got a fuck ton of mannequins in a boat. That's my art piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, some guy that uses uh, mannequins for, like, sculptures or some shit. There's yeah. a bunch. There's a ton of that in Florida. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, a very, it's a much less interesting Austin. Or Especially, even, you know um, what I mean? Like, so, like, if yeah. somebody's, like, well, I was thinking, ship, even if they're, like... Art ship. Even if it's cookie. a situation where, like, maybe... Like, it doesn't tell us how the mannequins were found. Right. Or whatever. So, like, what if he did it just so, like, maybe the area where his boat... Like, this is where my mind went to immediately. Uh-huh. Maybe the area where he was storing his boat is, like, a lot of people break into other people's boats. Yeah. So, the mannequins were to, like... They to, were, like, ward like, off criminals. In, yeah, they were, like undercovers or something you yeah. know what i mean to seem like a person was on board i could see that i could see that as like a pr- or protection kind of thing yeah so you want to roll again uh yeah give me a second go for it we're gonna roll again for the second story five fart. what is it number fart. five fart number fart number fart no that's one more we, than number hey fart. good job chris russo you finally fucking did it dum dum <laughs> number five <laughs> All right, you ready for this? I don't think you're ready for this. Another one from Chris Russo. Who didn't come to our live show? Yeah, even though we had that time, we just had to sit up there, like just completely silent for ten minutes for his, because that was the deal. We were giving him ten minutes, and that was your ten minutes. Now it's done. Yep. All right, you ready for this? Bum, 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 All right, bum, we just bum, did that. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> All right, what's the website? Columbia ColumbiaHistory.net. Since 1726. Okay, so this is, what is this? 2017, All Bat Witch Day. All Bat Witch Day. All Bat Witch Day. Uh, due to unfortunate... Oh, wait. What happened? Oh, <laughs> I think this was supposed to be a thing. So, okay, so I think what this was, I think we ended up going into finding out what this was, right? The Albat Witch Day or whatever. Because you were like, because this was something he sent us, and then you were like, what is this? And it looks like this is, he just sent us a thing for, like, this event that was happening. Yeah. So. That's what it looks like. I don't, I mean, you can keep going down. I don't, uh, I don't know if there's a part where it gets to explaining what Albat Witch is. No, not on here, I don't think. Because this uh, is just all looks like all about all bet which day, all bet which ads, day yeah. ads about what things the were going calendar, on, but apparently it's music. been canceled. Apparently, featured speakers. Yeah. So hey, Chris Russo. Well, this no, no, this this is this is not his fault. I think since that happened, I think they canceled the the thing or something happened. So, do you want to just Google what the all bet which is? Sure. Is that what you want to go into? Yeah, we'll talk about what all bet which day is. All Bat Witch Day. All Bat Witch Day. All Bat Witch Day. I just did All Bat Witch. 
whatever that is. Uh, so well, fine, Pat. Cryptid Ooh, wiki. It's a cryptid. It's a cryptid. Okay, so now we see why you sent it in. Because I have no idea what the fuck this is. So it's a encrypted wiki fandom. What is this? Cryptidwiki.com. Yeah. So cryptids with a Z. Cryptids wiki. <sighs> Come on. God damn it. All right. So the Albat Witch is in one of several local is one of oh, several okay. local legends. I also found something area. explaining what Albat Witch Day is. So okay. we will <clears throat> read that next. Yeah. Let's find out what an Albat Witch is first. Yeah. It, it uh, The Albat Witch is one of several local legends in the area of Columbia, Pennsylvania. Or Columbia, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvanians speak of a, a creature called or an called an albet witch. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Is that right? I would say so. Albet witch is probably it. Okay, the albet witch is a small, about four feet tall, man-like creature which supposedly lived in wooded areas. Their main area of residence seemed to be near Chickies Road, <laughs> Chickies Rock, and heavily wooded area. A heavily wooded area. Along the banks of the Susquehanna River, about a mile or two north of town, Albert witches were also reported from wooded areas all along the river's shore. The creatures are named for a habit witch, which uh, <laughs> a habit which they possess. Their bizarre common name. Wait, what? For a habit which they possess. Yeah. Which, as in, like witch. In which is in in which in which they possess like, yeah not that which but they are the albert witch so i i'm already confused their bizarre their, bi- their, their bizarre common name is short for apple snitch as they are reputed to have a taste for apples what legends speak of how albert witches would oftentimes steal apples from picnickers occasionally even throwing them at their startled people Legends also record that the creatures often sat in trees, coming down only to find food. Legend also says that all but witches either became extinct or were driven nearly <laughs> ex- into extinction in the later years of the 19th century. Are they monkeys? Chickies Rock, where the creature supposedly lived, does have a tradition of strange sights and sounds. In the 1950s and there, 1970s, then. a man-like figure has, was seen several times. And local legends also speak of sound like the crack of a whip heard ah. in the woods at night one can only wonder if these could be sorry I didn't realize. <laughs> connected with the all but witch where these stories are connected or not several sightings of bigfoot types have also been recorded in this area what a vague report concerning the sighting of a hairy humanoid came from lancaster in 1973 what lancaster is a scant 10 miles so east close. of columbia Another came from the town of North Anvil, about 20 miles to the north. Uh-huh. That's even closer to here, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> In the same year. Oh. <coughs> oh, just what happened? So the problem occurred. Oh, no. It's this great fucking phone that I have. Piece of shit. Are we even close? Yeah, there we go. York County, right? Yeah. North Anvil, about 20 miles closer in the same year. In addition, a number of reports have surfaced of, uh, out of neighboring York County. Also, some sources say that... What is that? The Susquehannocks. <laughs> Susquehannocks, like many Indian tribes, had a belief in an ape-like monster that's, and sometimes depicted it on their wa- in their warshares. <laughs> the Susquehannocks were a local tribe. Uh, coincidentally, major evidences... Right? Yep. I did it. Of their civilization, ruins of the viral... 
burial grounds, <laughs> yada, 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 uh, were found at the base of Chickie's Rock. Oh, okay. So they found uh, vintage, uh, what is it, ruins of a village and burial grounds at the base of Chickie's Rock. So and, that's and probably why they think that some fucked up shit's happening. Yeah. And these apple snitches are taking shit. All right, so. That was, that's it. These fucking apple snitches. A little bitch of fucking apple snitches. So local legends in the area of Columbia, Pennsylvania, speak of the creature called an Albert Witch. So this just goes on to explain it a little bit more. Albert Witch. Um, so this is just a day ce- celebrating the like local legends. It happens Saturday, October 14th. And it's just an all-night thing where they do different stuff celebrating. So we've actually missed it this year, unfortunately. Son of a gun. Well, he sent it be- well, long, long before he this. He did. That's true. In his, in his defense. In his stupid-ass defense. Even though he decided not to show up to our goddamn live show like he was Him supposed to. fucking Jerry Hazelwood. So fucking Jay-Z Hazelnazes. By the way, he wasn't. It was the next day he was getting married. He was not getting married that night. He could have been there. They could have done that as their co uh, yeah, bachelor bachelorette party. Bachelorette party. Come out I would have given both of them a lap I would have fucked them both in the butt. <laughs> Mainly him, though. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he needs it. to know what it feels like. All right. Our final story today <laughs> comes from the number three. The number three, huh? Yeah. Is that what you think? Seven, it's story five, number three. three. All odd numbers today. All odd numbers. I'm, I, I think it's the Illuminati. You think so? I think that's why our fucking technology never works when we try to record here. Because the Illuminati doesn't want us. They're trying to silence us. They're trying to silence our voices. Our voices are being silenced. Oh, They're taking away our right to free speech. <gasps> no. Fake news? I have so many boogers. Why? I don't know, Pat. Wait, yeah, what's up? Why are you so... Is it? Is this... I uh, sneezed earlier. Afternoon? I'm actually... It, honestly, I don't know if, if if this is it. How long has it been since I've been at your house? Just like a week, right? Yeah, it hasn't been long. I'm allergic to cats, but like when I'm around them, I, I'm usually fine if I'm yeah. used to them. It's been a while, I it's think. Been, it has, yeah, I've been around your cats a lot, and it, and I was, yeah. I think I was here just last week, and they I'm were pretty fine. sure. Yeah, we recorded. All right, who's this one come from? Baby, 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 baby. This come from old Jerry Hazelwood himself. Old married Hazelwood. Mary Hazelwood. <laughs> Uh, Man pulls raccoon out of a sweater during a wild (laughs) McDonald's fight. (laughs) What? (laughs) Pat, where do you think this happened? Okay. You you saw it's okay. You can say no. I I was gonna say like I was trying to think of a specific place in Florida. Oh really? Yeah. So like I was already way off, but it's a it's in a it's in Ottawa, Ottawa, Canada. <laughs> but I would have went with Florida too, in, in my gut instinct. Yeah, I mean, it, this is there. There's not a lot of times where you're like, is this Florida? No, it's Canada. Like an, an old man smoking a cigarette can be seen pulling a baby raccoon out of his sweater during the peak of a wild fight in a McDonald's in Ottawa. So maybe he was trying to tame it. He's trying to show it how not to behave. Yeah. Like, don't do this. Oh, wait. No. Don't do this. Eh? <laughs> Video of a massive brawl inside of a McDonald's has resurfaced online after someone caught a glimpse of a baby raccoon being taken out of the scrap. Was it Rocket? The brawl took place in Rideau St- on Rudeau Street in Ottawa back in December of 2014. And the v- video was initially posted to YouTube. Uh-huh. This week, a gif of uh, of the melee is going viral on social media. It focuses on the moment an old man pulls the raccoon out of his sweater while violent chaos breaks out all around him. 
I just wanted to read that like a, a super news person. <laughs> There's been no good. update on the whereabouts or welfare of the baby raccoon. Oh, so I'm, I'm assuming it's Let's okay. Watch it. is, is this, this the, the video? I mean, that's definitely a raccoon. Yeah, it's circled there. Hold on, let's see. An old man smoking a cigarette pulls out a raccoon. And pulls a raccoon out of his sweater. As punches are thrown. So, like, I, I'm assuming it was like, I've got this raccoon. So, yeah, that's that. Okay, so he's not part of it. No. I see. There, there's just a ton of, like, uh, like two just pictures. stills. Yeah. Oh, can we read the two comments? Yeah, are there two comments? What's this? From, one is from one Mimi is Diaz. Just a bunch of question marks. That's from Miami Beach. Uh, that's probably the same thing. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This wait. wasn't in Florida? Not Florida. <laughs> and then there's another one from Macho Galvan. Uh, I see in Monerica. Monerica? 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 What am I saying? Uh, what happened to the poor oh, raccoon? Oh, there's another one. What happened to the poor raccoon? Bill Carson McDonald's claimed it has it as their own... <laughs> and it now serves on the board of directors. These are some really clever people, honestly. Yeah. And that had 15 likes, by the way. Yeah, that was a lot that guy. of the comments. That was a decent Canadian comedy kind of stinks. I just want everybody <laughs> to know that. <laughs> a lot of Canadian comedy stinks. It's good. And that's why they're, Canadian they're funny at, Canadians come to America. No, no, no. They can be. They don't know how to end them. So there's, there's a fight happening. Yeah. But this guy, the old man smoking a cigarette, is not part of the fight. He's standing on the mouth of the fight. Yeah. And he pulls a raccoon out of his gut and like it's holding by its scruff as as may. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the best way to put it. And it's in Canada. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can find the footage. It's very interesting. It's probably here, but the link's probably just not coming up. Is that what this is? Let's see if this plays. Oh, yeah. There we go. It's playing. There's so many fucking ads, man. I know. This website is what is this? With what is that? Did we give all that shit? U.S. Tomo News. Tomo News. Tomo News. Com. This one doesn't seem like it's as much of, like authored by somebody as just, uh, hey, check this shit out. Yeah, I agree. This crazy shit happened. Oh, there's an ad. That's you like ads, right? No free ads. You don't like ads? No, for all animals. Oh, this is no. This isn't a video. Like, oh, yeah, okay. I want to yeah. see the footage. Okay, so there's just whoa, like, and he like takes it out like right away too. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell's going on? And it does look like he's showing it. What's going on, by the way? It's like it's kind it's of like a real fight. It's like a race fight, right? Yeah. It looks like white people against black people. That's kind of weird. That's is that is this what happens over there in Canada? I Up thought there? Canada was supposed to be where we're safe. Oh, is this the weird uh, South Korean uh, like cartoons that they make? Tomo News. Is that what this is? Tomo News is that? Yeah. Yeah, he pulls a little raccoon out of his hoodie. But like that's what that's what it is. He's hol- he just held it up. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was throwing it at anybody. No, he held it up and he faced it. Yeah. And not even like I've got a raccoon, I need to get out of here. Yeah, just kept going. This guy was just throwing punches. I hate it when people don't fight fair. You know what I mean? I don't but mind fight. I think I feel like if if violence is coming into it, like you need to go like one at a time. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah, ganging up on somebody is no fun for anyone. Like, what's where's the pride in that? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, uh, and also, if you have a raccoon in your pocket, keep it there. Yeah, he doesn't want to see that fight. Yeah, the raccoon. You were exposing them to something. Get him out of there. You know what I mean? He's a wild animal, but yeah. like not that wild. 
<laughs> I mean, for crying out loud. <laughs> so you, that was all. It's all babies, obviously. That uh, that nice uh, uh, whole episode. We had all yeah. Buddha baby all stories, babies. as usual. All I the think it's been. They've they've done a really good job of sending in all the stories. Yeah, they really have. They've been do. You've got. You all have been on top of it lately, um, lately listeners. Lots of pre-orders of the shirts. Again. Remember, this is coming out on the 25th, so you still have, what, you still have six, six days, days to pre-order your shirts. Contact direct message Chris. If you want a shirt, Yeah. just message either me or Chris, and either I will forward your message to him. Yeah. And also, you can send either via PayPal or Venmo. We yep. prefer Venmo because they don't charge They don't extra charge stuff. fees, so it's, it's actually, it's honestly, it... We prefer it because it's better for you. Right. Or if you see us in person or if you see us anywhere, just cash is oh, fine, yeah. too. If you, if you see us in person or if right. I'm delivering you your shirts, if you're a local person, cash right. is fine. But PayPal charges you like two something. Right. We And, and we just don't want you to have to and pay extra. If, but if yeah, you use PayPal, you it, only have that. If, if it's your only option or if it's yeah. your best option, absolutely. Right. So the pre-orders are almost done. The ad space, you know, for sale, everything. Indiana bought some shirts when we saw yeah, them at the live Indy show. Yeah, bought some shirts. Kevin and Brocious. And Sealand's Grove. Yeah, Kevin Brocious. Gershon Stoltenberg. Uh, Stoltenberg, yes. Stoltenberg. Uh, Stoltenberg. Stoltenberg. Um, who else? My mom said uh, she wants to buy some. Devin. Yeah, Devin Face Monster, Hideous yep. Visions owner Devin yeah. bought some. So, so so all you guys, you guys, uh, those are all free ads right there. That's yeah. just a little taste of what you can get. For $5 but $5 a extra <laughs> That's just an extra thing that we can do. You can buy a month of advertising on our show for anything that you're you're putting on. So that's four ads you for know, five dollars. Four ads for five dollars, and and that's that only comes with one. Actually, no, you can just add that. You can just we're just yeah, selling the ad you space. You can just buy the ad space. So if you want us to do something like that, just go to bootaboyspod.com. You can uh, order it through there, or directly contact either me or Chris, and we can we can yep, get your order. We'll work out. it out because we're gonna get those pre-orders out. And yes. it's only good until November 1st. Remember, after November 1st, they're $15. A piece, and that's it. No more ad space, no more anything else. Yep. So, so try to get your orders in. Hey, you know, the newlyweds, sorry, we'd love to give you some free shirts, but, you know, you crushed our hearts. Yep, you broke us. We thought we could celebrate the night before with you guys, maybe get a nice, you know, just like a four-way go, play yeah, some Okie absolutely. Cookie. Absolutely, who would have thought? You know? <laughs> yeah. I like, I don't know what, what happens. That, I haven't been to, like, a traditional, like, bachelor-bachelor party. Like, I've been to ones where, like, never, we're going to the strip club and we're going to... I don't know what people I do. I think that's traditional, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, that is, but I'm I've saying, like... I've never been part of a... I've never but been it was to never, a bachelor party. It was never get so drunk, I don't know what happened. It wasn't like the movie... I know it's not always, like, the fucking movies. I yeah. know that. But I'm just saying that there is an element to, like, you you cut loose to an extent. Yeah. I, no, I'm I've, not a really cut loose guy, though. I've never even been part of a of a bachelor party or anything like that yeah there's i mean depending on the person who's organizing it it could be fun yeah. mine was fun but it wasn't like uh like i just got super drunk i guess that's yeah the closest i don't know you what i'd really... do for mine yeah or what i'd want to do i just had fun with my my my, bu- my buddies we went to medieval times and shit like that like like super dumb stuff honestly <laughs> for real i'd want to do like a comedy show i think like, like put on ba- a comedy show yeah for like my bachelor party I'd yeah l- i'd like to put on a comedy show when are you getting married? When are you going to make an honest know. lady out of yourself? <laughs> out of your hands? I don't know. Plenty of people have been asking us. When are you going to have babies? Get more and people more. People always ask. Don't get married because then they just start asking you when you're going to have babies. And you're like, yeah, I'm not least, sure if. I, yeah, at least now they're just asking when are we going to get married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It gets old. What a downer way to end the show. <laughs> 
don't don't fall in love people will question you yeah no matter what even if you're hopelessly in love people will still be unhappy with the state you're currently in <laughs> you just sound like nick kroll now <laughs> i'm sorry i've got <laughs> such a tickle in my nose every time oh, i God. talk it drives oh, me Jesus. nuts all right well then let's end it let's all let's right. get out of here go to buddhaboyspod.com get your pre-orders Come see us live yeah. November 17th at the Midtown Scholar. In Harrisburg. In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Rate, view, rate review, subscribe. Rate, review on iTunes. To please. Tell Space Humper. Space Hump. Please tell us who you are. You. We want to know who you are so we can find out know what, how we what, can make everything yeah. better. Uh, and uh, Remember to be blessed. Buddha babies. Bye-bye.